IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, it's time to head off to the Western Wall once again. Joining us on the line to give us an update, Avi K, guide for the Qatar Institute of Jerusalem. Avi, good afternoon to you. Great to have you once again on board. Great, Mark. Thanks. Nice to chat to you. Right, Avi. So, what's the latest from the Qatar? So, the Qatar has now gone through Rosh Hashanah, the new, the Jewish New Year, right. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, all the days leading up to both of them and in between them and all the intensity that goes with that. And now comes the days of celebration. Sukkot is really, really a happy time. Um, the massive sukkah, the booth that um, is customarily produced to build during the festival of Sukkot, has been built um, at the back of the Sukkah Plaza, a beautiful sukkah, beautifully decorated with um, ornate designs on the outside. And it's there, but you can't go in until tomorrow night. Then it'll be open for the public so people can eat and drink and really enjoy being in the Kotal Plaza for the Festival of Sukkot. The highlights coming up next week are on Monday and Wednesday when there are um, big communal prayers and the special priestly blessing is said. The priestly blessing is said every day, but it's said in small groups and pockets of people praying together. Mm-hmm. But on these two days, there are massive, massive gatherings. People get together. Again, numbers we're talking anywhere between 40 and 70,000 people sure. come wow. to hear Jews together praying in unison. And it's a an absolute spectacle to behold, and it's a sound that really, really stirs the soul. And um, anybody who's there, you know, please go along and have a look. But remember that it gets very full, so go yeah. early and take take something to drink and take maybe something to snack on. Um, for those of you who are not at the Kotel, it's not broadcast as such, but you can go into the Kotel cam in the morning. It's around about 10 o'clock um, Israel time. So that's 9 o'clock South African time, and you can just pick up the atmosphere and hear what's going on. But uh, the Kotel almost felt like she was preparing for the celebrations, quite quiet. The, the, I thought there'd be a lot of people, because mm. just before Sukkot, a lot of tourists, especially Americans, come in for Sukkot. Oh, okay. But uh, it seemed to be taking a bit of a breather. A few army groups, um, lots of school groups yet once again. And um, that what was that, well, that's what the feeling was at the hotel. But Mike, I, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago, quite a few weeks ago, there was the disturbing incident of someone coming to a hotel and displaying the, the the sign of another religion and creating a bit of a you know an uncomfortable situation about. Uh, I that. recall something like yes, yeah, I recall that. Correct, yeah. correct. So this week, I just want to say I had an experience that was. Absolutely just the opposite. I okay. looked up and there was a group of maybe 10 nuns, um, and I went over there, over to them, and they from all over the world. Some from Eastern Europe, there was a lady from Egypt, um, you know, just, and they were coming together to, in Israel to do some work, and some were going to Bethlehem, some were going to Nazareth, and then they were going back to their missions wherever they were, some were going to Jordan. And they just, oh, we engaged, we started asking questions, and I didn't notice something at the time. But I did notice they were all wearing a chain around their neck, but it was tucked into, like, 
a bib in the front of them, and I didn't twig. And then we started talking, and I showed them a bit of the excavations and what's going on, and they were just asking questions. And then it came up about respect. And they mm. looked at me and they said, mm-hmm. aren't you see that we've put our crucifix inside the front of our bibs as a sign of respect to the Jewish faith when we come to the holy sites. Okay. And I just looked at this, these ladies and I said, wherever you go, whatever mission you're on, you should be blessed because you are true people of, of faith who are doing work for its pure reason. Your sign of respect without being asked was just humble and it was a beautiful sight to behold. And uh, again, there was no misgivings that there were Catholic nuns, but their right. behavior was so of such a caliber that there were people of a different echelon, somebody that um, I really just wish them everything of the best <laughs> in wherever they go, because whoever they're going to be working with will be truly blessed to have these special ladies around. I have to come in there, Avi. I must say, as a Catholic, I am proud to hear that. I'm happy to hear that, that there was that sense of uh, respect, as you say, and recognition of where they were and how to behave appropriately. Thank you for that, Avi. Um, if we were continuing, I was just wondering, uh, our news desk um, covered uh, issues of uh, clashes going on over a Yom Kippur, clashes, uh, protesting going on during prayer Prayer, yes. prayer services. Did this in any way affect the Kotel? No, it didn't. Ah, the Kotel, um, I've been wanting to ask as, that. No, it's seen as a religious place. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mechitza, the, the division that separates men and women at prayer time is firmly in place. And that those shenanigans never came into, Good. into play. I'm sure they will roll, you know, they'll bowl over in one way or another, but it's sad, it's sad that on the holiest day, we just mm, couldn't mm, see mm. eye to eye, and we couldn't let things be, you want to pray with a mechitza, great, and we'll pray without a mechitza, also great, but sure. it had to go to court and it became ugly, and mm. as the expression goes, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Indeed. Avi, would you mind holding just for a few seconds? We just need to cross the news desk just to get sure. a quick update. I'd like to continue the conversation with you, if that's okay with you. Perfect, no problem. Great. Avi K, Guide for the Kotel Institute of Jerusalem. Enjoying the chat I'm having with Avi, as I've mentioned. We're just going to cross to the news desk very quickly to get an update. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Time's just about going, half past four. If you've just joined us, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive. I'm Michael McKenna. Great to have you on board. I've been chatting to RBK, the guide for the Kotal Institute of Jerusalem, just getting an update on what, uh, how it looks, uh, what it looks like rather at the Western Wall at the moment. Avi, thank you for staying on the line. I wanted to run past yeah. you. There, there were, um, concerns and, uh, the, the foundation was putting out notices for people, you know, as to how, to, how to behave when they attend prayers at the wall and how they should come in numbers. You did hint at this earlier on. Uh, Overall, did things work out properly? Did they obey, for example, the ushers? Did they uh, observe proper protocols in general? On the whole, almost without fail, people are respectful, people are genuine, Mm -hmm. and people don't mean to be offensive. Right. Um, And on the whole, we really, really don't have a problem, Um, especially on Shabbat, on, uh, on Saturday, the young ladies walking around handing out beautifully packed little scarves to people 
who they feel, you know, could do with a little bit more cover up. And I've never seen anybody get offended by it. And, and mm. that's really what it is. So on the whole, really, really not a problem. And I just want to reiterate that the Kotel, besides being a, a monument of antiquity, it is a holy, holy site, the holiest site for Jews, and it is a synagogue. So just like, you know, one would get dressed to go to court, go to a wedding, um, so the correct uh, respect should be shown. And again, sometimes we need to look at our Catholic nuns and just take a leaf out of their book as to how one should behave when you go and visit a place of another faith. Indeed. Uh, Avi, earlier on you mentioned um, tourists, uh, tourists, American tourists, I think you mentioned in particular. So in general, does the tour- is the tourism increasing in terms of visitation to the wall? And uh, any notable figures uh, having visited there lately? So the notable figures I haven't been aware, and I've looked and I haven't seen. Apologies if I've missed any important person coming down. But... Um, Sukkot is, is often a time that people come into Israel, um, you know, simply because, again, it's Sukkot, it's a happy festival, um, the weather is more temperate, and a lot of people try not to work during that week for religious reasons. Right. So their mouths fly over and have it. Mike, what I just want to mention to you is I've just found the times, the yes. times for the pre blessings on Monday and Wednesday. Right. Are, is, is 9.30 and 10.30 is ready time. Right. So just take like an hour earlier. 8.30 mm-hmm. and 9.30. South African time, go on the cottle cam and you should be able to just to pick up the atmosphere. Excellent. Avi, I won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon and thank you for extending your time to just chat to us about the latest as what's happening at the Qatar, the Western Wall. Avi K, guide for the Qatar Institute of Jerusalem. Just to recap on those times, the South African times, 8.30 and 9.30 South African times on Monday and Wednesday for prayers to be conducted, which you can view uh, happening at the Qatar.